Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. I'm Lorcan Doherty and today we're talking about summer holidays. Covid measures are continuing to ease here in Catalonia, thankfully, and we're once again welcoming visitors from abroad. Catalonia is, of course, no stranger to tourists. It's big business here, accounting for 12% of GDP. And in any given year, some 19 million foreign tourists are drawn to the likes of Barcelona and the Costa Brava. On this podcast, we're going to be taking a look at where to go, what to do in Catalonia this summer. We'll also be going over those important rules and regulations for people travelling here from abroad. And after a devastating time last year, we'll be chatting about the tourism sector's hopes and expectations for some kind of recovery. Helping me to fill the sink today, I'm very pleased to say we've got Gifre Jordan and Killian Shields. Both very welcome. Yeah, thanks, Lorcan. Yeah, we are particularly happy, Killian and I, because it's the first time we share the same podcast, I believe. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 30, yeah. Over 30 odd episodes, I yeah. hadn't clicked. Yeah, the yeah. first time that we're coinciding now. Ah, this is this is very special then. <laughs> special occasion, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know about the two of you, but I feel like after, well, we've had a Fairly cool spring by Catalan standards, but the last week I felt that summer has well and truly arrived. It's really turned up a notch, isn't it? It's yeah. it's sweltering now at this stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great. I mean, the mornings are nice, the evenings are nice, the middle of the days are a little bit much for this pasty Irish man anyway. I don't know about you two. I'm just delighted that uh, I'm living in an apartment that has air conditioning now, so at least I get a little bit of respite when I want. It's very difficult to sleep for me. I mean, it's, it's so warm and... And also with mosquitoes and so on. Yeah, you cannot sleep with the window open for a bit of air oh, because not. then no, no, that's no. far worse with mosquitoes just buzzing in your ear at night. It's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> horrible. <laughs> yep. Well, we're really selling Catalonia here. <laughs> so uh, for all the people that are now dying to come and visit, Gifre, what are the current rules in place for international visitors? Okay, so, well, just to sum it up, more or less, there are three categories of countries, let's say. Those without the high incidence of COVID for which you don't need any requirement at all. You don't need to show any health document upon arrival. So they don't even need proof of vaccination? Anything. And that includes the UK, for example? Yeah, that includes the UK, Australia, China and, and, and others. But the vast majority of countries, you really need to show either a proof that you've been vaccinated, a proof that you had a PCR or antigen negative test two or three days uh, prior to the trip, or a certificate saying that you've been through COVID-19 within the past six months, I think. Either if it's the EU COVID certificate, or it can be certificates from your country if you are not an EU citizen. So that's that's valid also. Okay. And the third uh, category of countries, it's only Brazil, India, and South Africa. They've got very strong mm. variants there. And yeah, for, for India, you are you can still come with a 10-day compulsory quarantine upon arrival. But from Brazil and South Africa, you really need to be a Spanish citizen or someone living in Spain to be accepted in the border. Okay, and as those regulations change and stuff, we, we obviously keep them up to date on our website, catalannews.com as well. It's also worth mentioning that of course, that's the re- regulations to enter Spain. Then when you're back in your country, this can 
there can be other regulations. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's very true. People have been getting used to the new regulations in place, Killian. Uh, You actually went along to the airport to speak to a few travellers. I did, just this week. Uh, They opened up Terminal 2 for the first time in over half a year. And there's definitely a mixture of experiences. I got my PCR test uh, done on, um, on Sunday. Uh, because I needed uh, for 24 hours to get my results so as to be able to fly it. And I didn't get it on time. I was in front of the desk waiting for my result, but I couldn't show any documents. So I've just missed my flight. <laughs> wow, that's life, but that's very annoying. And uh, if there were no those restrictions, I would now, right now, uh, when I'm speaking to you, I would be on my flight. Do you feel safe traveling? Uh, yes, but when we're arrived uh, they don't need to see our PCR test uh. it was very safe to uh, come to Barcelona the PCR test is not a problem it is very easy you're gonna take it and the next day you have it in your hand or in your email I'm gonna stay two days I'm gonna sight a little bit to see the sights okay and what about rules once you arrive, what what what's in place at the minute? Well, you everyone who wants to come here needs to know that uh, face masks are still compulsory, but this can change soon. I mean, Catalan Spanish authorities have been anticipating this decision that face masks are no longer necessary outdoors. This is one thing. Other regulations from June twenty first. Um, there's not going to be a cap on gatherings anymore. It's been capped to um, 10 people until now, but this has been lifted. Bars and restaurants are now open from 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. And borders are open, mobility, you can uh, travel freely within Catalonia and across uh, the whole of Spain. There's uh, some capacity uh, caps for shops, shopping malls, culture and sports at 70%, but, you know, it's kind of getting normal to get into a shop and, and you don't it's very rare that you that you are not allowed to get in because yeah, of maximum capacity. capacity or yeah. yeah, to be honest, like in reality, there are these capacity limits on these kind of things, but that's probably counted from the absolute maximum amount of people who can fit in that shop. Yeah. And yeah. that would very rarely that, that be the case. That doesn't happen every day. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, even no. in non-pandemic times. So, yeah. Okay, so we've got the rules and regulations out of the way. What can people do once they're here? Things are largely open once again. I mean, most of the monuments and the big sites, they're already welcoming visitors once more. Uh, The Sagrada Familia, probably one of Barcelona's most famous uh, attractions, uh, that only very recently opened up again. Um, Parque, Casa Bayo, these are all open again. In fact, Casa Bayo is open bigger and better than ever before. It's got this new 10D multi-sensory experience that was eight years in the making. Uh, So it's got like these immersive projection rooms. It looks really, really fascinating. Uh, As well as that, the Camp Nou, of course, is probably one of the biggest things that people come to visit. The the tours for there are back on. The museum can be entered once again. They've also got this reduced price players experience as well, allowing visitors to walk on the pitch, see the dressing room, the press room, these kind of things. So by and large, visitors are welcome. So Barcelona is Open for open for business, open for tourists. That's the message, I guess. And including uh, beaches, also. Right. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, they were open, and 
of course, there's some cap also, so the capacity is regulated. But people can check actually capacity on their on Barcelona's local council website. Yeah, they've got this website that sort of has a traffic light system to say like, oh no, this one is too crowded. Maybe go to another one or wait some time or something like that. But of course, you know, everything is open, but it's not exactly the same as like pre-pandemic times. So there are some conditions, pretty much everything you have to buy tickets for online in advance and you'll be given a set time slot. So this just ensures that there are no crowding at any point during the day. So everyone knows Barcelona, everyone knows the Costa Brava places to visit. We did a podcast uh, on Montserrat just a few weeks ago, myself and Alan, which is worth listening to and worth visiting. Uh, But Killian, you've also been doing a bit of research about places that are maybe off the beaten track a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, Catalonia has so much to offer. So I've been doing a bit of research into like alternative holiday ideas from around the different regions around Catalonia. Okay, well, let's take a listen. This is Killian with Scarlet Rainers. Volcanic fields in the Garrocha Natural Park. Did you know there are volcanoes in Catalonia? Well, they're no longer active, but around Olot in northern Catalonia, there are around 40 volcanoes which last erupted around 11,000 years ago, which today offer fascinating trails to discover. Prades Mountains. With amazing hikes and fabulous landscapes, the southern mountain range offers days of fun. Don't miss the Hermitage of the Aviera, the exquisite waterfalls and natural swimming pools of Gorgs de la Febro, and the near 1,000-year-old UNESCO World Heritage Poblet Monastery. Albanya Dark Sky, a must-see for any stargazer. Albanya has international recognition for how dark its sky is. It's the ideal place to go camping, marvel at the night sky, and pick out the constellations. For a more detailed learning experience, you can also visit the Albania Observatory. Wine tourism. 12 denominations of origin give Catalonia 12 distinct flavour profiles and 12 different ways of understanding life here. Whether the grapes are grown on terraced soil, at 1,000 metres of altitude, or in vineyards twisted by the winds of the sea, wine and cava is deeply rooted in the DNA of Catalonia. Root of the Seven Gorges. A jewel of Catalonia, the hour and a half walk through the Set Gorgs brings visitors to some of the most spectacular natural water sites in the country, dotted with waterfalls and natural pools to cool off along the trail. Adventure Sports in Aguistortes. Aguistortes is Catalonia's only national park and is the perfect spot for adventure sports. With endless hills, mountains and lakes, it is ideal for rafting, kayaking, canyoning, climbing and plenty more. Snorkeling in Costa Brava, golden sand, turquoise seas and a rugged coast. What's not to love? Discover the underwater flora and fauna while snorkeling or scuba diving. The Mediterranean offers a diverse range of sea species and coral to see. Well, that sounds amazing. That's really whetted my appetite to get out and about. Uh, Gifrey, what's, what's, what's your view as someone from here? Are, are they good spots? <laughs> you, can go, you can go anywhere. Actually, I must say that these are not very well known by international visitors, but, but these are among the top places 
for Catalans to to go on a on a trip for a one, two, three days. So f- any f- favorites for me? Any is fine. And I don't really want to to no, decide. Don't pick a favorite. But yeah, I'd say the volcanic area in La Garrocha is incredible. Yeah, you know? I've, heard, so I've heard good things. It's about incredible. It. It's important to watch out for some uh, volcanic rocks. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which obviously locals say don't take them back home, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But at least it's it's nice to see them and touch them. And you can see, you know, very old lava, actually. Yeah. Amazing. You're a fan of the wine as well, Guy aren't you? Well, yeah, I didn't want to mention it. But yeah, I mean, wine tasting in any of the wine growing areas is a must, to be honest. I mean, yeah, they've got very, very, very nice stuff from here. Yeah, yeah. Killian, what about you? Any spots there that have particularly taken your fancy? Uh, there's a couple that I'm thinking. I'm, I'm also thinking about going to the Volcanic Park or even the route of the Seven Gorges as well. In fact, I'll probably do one of those plans uh, next week because next week is obviously San Juan across Catalonia, yeah. which is a huge celebration. But for me, I'm, I'm going to try and get to a more quiet place in, in the country. What, San Juan, Gifrey, what's the deal with that? I mean, basically, it's the summer solstice celebration uh-huh. in which... You know, it's especially famous for this bonfires on the 23rd, the night of the 23rd of June, fireworks, bonfires, food. Uh, we've got this, this cocas, uh, the delicious, delicious dessert. It's a delicious dessert for every holiday in Catalonia. <laughs> That's one thing that I've learned. Every time, every time there is a holiday, there's some food related, obviously. And, you know, San Juan is celebrated across Catalonia, obviously, also in the Inland, but it's pretty famous for uh, beaches. They they are uh, they become full um, yeah. f- that night, and people spend the night there dancing, partying, and some of them drinking, probably, also. Yeah. And this year, uh, some beaches will be open, some others will be closed, but mostly they will be open, including the ones in Barcelona and its area, most of them. And it's a very good night to swim at 4 a.m. if you want. Ah, night swimming. It's very, very typical for St. John. Very nice. And nightlife is reopening as well in a few days. Exactly, yeah. So San Juan is probably going to be a night that the clubs will be closed. Everyone will be outdoors. But indeed, from Sunday night into Monday morning, the nightlife sector is going to be reopened again. So yeah, we'll be I able to have late bars, nightclubs, open until 3.30 a.m., uh, with a 50% capacity restriction indoors and no capacity limits outdoors as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting to, to say that drinking will be allowed uh, as long as you're seated, which is quite difficult when you're in a nightclub. But that True, there aren't doable. that many chairs often. No, no not when many. have to rearrange the furniture yeah. of the nightclubs to include yeah, more chairs. Yeah, some were complaining about it, like, oh, we'll have to put far more chairs than the ones we've got now, you know? But yeah, and there will be, uh, they'll, they'll have to be... Uh, safety distancing between groups of people. So not between everyone, but between groups Different of groups. people. But how can you define a group? Maybe I go there and I meet a person who I fancy maybe, but, you know, one by five meter uh, distance. That's that's very clear. What about, what's the story with all the various festivals that are taking place this summer? Killian, I'm coming to you. I know you're a big man for the festivals. Aren't we all? Uh, yeah, no, it's great news. Just since the start of June, these festas majeures, these local street parties, they've been permitted to take place once more. And actually, one of the new rules coming in as well, that the marquees will also be able to be held there. So that's also a quintessential part of these festas. Pretty much every town, city, even in some of the big cities, even 
every neighborhood specific neighborhoods will have their own one that they'll celebrate they're a truly quintessential part of the catalan summer what are some of the big ones so yeah so most of them would typically take place in like july august maybe into september as well but a few of them would be like the festa major de premia de mar that takes place between the 8th and the 13th of July. That always features like a representation of a pirate ship arriving on the beach to loot the town, which kind of tells the history of when pirates roamed the Mediterranean. Uh, I think as well, the Villafranca del Penedes Festa is also very important. Um, It's especially noted for Castellier performances, huge human towers, which are obviously very emblematic of Catalan culture. And another one that's worth mentioning would be the Festa Major of San Carlos de la Rapita. Uh, and that takes place in mid-July. This usually has a parade with like humorous carriages with topical, critical or satirical points of view. So that's like the local festivals in the towns and stuff, Killian. There's also the music festivals as well. Some of the big ones like Primavera aren't happening this year, but there are plenty that are. Of course, yeah, music festivals are huge here in Catalonia. I think the biggest one that's going to be taking place would be Cruia. That's also taking place in the same place that Primavera is held, in Parque del Forum in Barcelona. And this is going to be back as normal as they advertise, so there's going to be no social distancing. But there will be daily testing performed on everyone in attendance, and organisers expect around 25,000 visitors every day of the festival. There's another one in, uh, it's called Vida. It's taking place in Villanova y la Geltru. Uh, this is also going to have 11,000 people every day with no social distancing. So a huge taste of normality there. Yeah, interesting. Speaking of normality, I mean, last summer, obviously, and the whole last year, was absolutely devastating for those industries that rely especially on tourism. You know, we're talking about, well, bars and restaurants, hotels, obviously, and, and many other associated businesses as well. In the last couple of weeks here at Catalan News, we've kind of been talking to a lot of figures in the industry to get a bit of an idea of how they're feeling about this summer, their kind of hopes and expectations. What's the atmosphere like, Gifrey? Well, uh, they're far more optimistic than than one year ago, obviously, but they are certain this is not going to be like 2019 or the previous years. Um, in fact, we we talked to the to the president of the of the hotels association in Barcelona, and, and he was saying that they expect twenty percent of the usual occupancy. So uh, every night in summer, usually sixty thousand people sleep in Barcelona, and whereas this year it's going to be like twelve to fifteen thousand. So they expect some tourism from the nearby countries, but they are looking forward to Brits and and Americans also. And they, they think it's going to be, these two countries will be quite weak this summer. Yeah, that really depends on the COVID regulations in those countries. So the COVID regulations in America and in the UK. So I know certainly for Britain, if visitors are to come here, they can get into Spain, no problem at all. But it's more so the issue that when they get back, they would have to, they're, they're subject to the regulations there. Uh, what about the two of you? Any Actual plans for the summer holidays? Not at all. No? Just moving because I have to move home. You're moving house, okay, so that's, it. that's your holiday. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, no, not much more, yeah. Last year I did some some traveling uh, within Catalonia, and this year I might do some, some small trips to the Pyrenees and so on. Uh, I think that's quite likely. Okay. Uh, what about you, Colleen? Uh, I don't have anything set for definite, but I've got a few weeks booked off, of course. 
definitely planning on going somewhere, but I don't know where exactly yet. Last year, last summer, I don't know if you remember, we went both with our partners to the Ebra River region to do some wine tasting. Ah, that's on my we list. might uh, want to repeat this year. Yeah, Maybe yeah, Morgan yeah. can join. All right, <laughs> well, yeah, for the final, <laughs> gladly, great. Time now for our Catalan phrase, Gifre. What is it this week? Well, it's Felagost. Felagost. Felagost, yeah. which is like, do you August? Do August, no. yeah, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. Obviously. No, no, no. Mean? No, this means, um, you know, earn a lot of money out of some business. So that's what used to happen for the tourism industry up until 2020. They would do the August Felagost every summer. And so does that come from, is that where it comes from to do with tourism? No, actually it comes from from the harvest. You know, most ah, of the right, most of okay. the fruit harvested in Catalonia is in summer, so that's when they make the money. You know. Okay, Felagost. Felagost. Okay. Haven't heard that one. That's a good one. Well, thanks for tuning in. As always, that's us for this week. Do subscribe if you haven't already, and tell your friends, of course. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Just email catalannews at acn.cat. Thanks very much for joining me today, Killian and Keefrey. Yeah, thanks to you. Pleasure. The Thank first time, working. the two of you here, as you said. Yeah, kind of work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, we'll have you back. We'll have you back. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give it another go. Yeah. And we're not away on holiday just yet, so we'll be back with another episode of Filling the Sink next week. Until then, from me, Lorcan Doherty, and all of us here at Catlin News, bye for now. Adieu. Thank you.